Good afternoon. This is a recording of the Fantasy Book Discussion Group taking place on September 18th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And the book under discussion is The Enchantment Emporium by Tanya Huff. And it it was available on Bard and also on Bookshare for those of us who wanted to read it by whichever methods. And uh, I'm a poor moderator who did not finish the book. Uh, If anyone has finished it, would they like to comment on how they liked it? Well, um, I missed the first part of that, but that's okay. I'll just... uh, I'll tell you what, I'll just add it in. It's not a problem. Um, and uh, I like the book. I haven't finished it. I'm sort of, uh, what did the, the percentage thing say to me while I was riding on the train? I think it said something like 40%. So I'm, you know, about 40% through and and uh, um, I'm liking it. I, I, I like the characters. I really can kind of... Um, I care about these characters. I care about the store. I care about, you know, what's what's happening with these people. Um, I I like it, uh, and I plan on finishing the book. Uh, that's that's my take on it. Um, Marshall, did you read the book, or do you have any comments about the book? Yeah, I finished it. I liked it with the exception of the business about the ritual. I think they could have left that out and not done anything bad to the book. Um, but like Anne, I like the characters. I particularly liked the book, uh, the book, the store, and the mirror that kept doing weird, showing weird things. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. I might read some more stuff by her. I kind of liked it, and I kind of didn't. Um, I finished it all, so it was intriguing enough for me to finish it. I found the storyline to be fairly interesting. Um, I liked the characters, though I wish they would have gone a little more in-depth. But then again, I'm a type of person who likes books that have lots of character analysis. So um, I felt they could have used a little bit more of that. But... Other than that, I mean, it, it definitely was kind of an interesting book. Um, I hadn't ever read a book quite like it before, so, you know, it was definitely intriguing. Uh, I found it rather confusing. There were a lot of things that she didn't exactly say what was happening, that you sort of liked the ritual, and like the, the business of the pies, and they, weren't, they were more than just pies, the business about the border collie climbing the trees. I mean, there were definitely things that you kind of thought, huh? Um, and it sort of left you hanging in the air trying to figure out what was going on. But um, uh, it was, and the, the family relationships, I, I gather the, the guys married the cousins. That can be, be a little bit um, uh, tricky later down the road. But then at the right, nobody's paying attention to anybody anyway. We all kind of know what goes on there. So, and, and who, 
what makes them turn into stags and not turn into stags and when do they and there were a lot of I guess I didn't I didn't understand the rules. If, I like magic, I like fantasy, but I did not understand the rules she was playing by. Does, does, somebody, does it get clearer as you go on through the book? No, I mean, not really. I found myself confused, too, like, about the pies. Like, what exactly do they do? And some of the charms I understood, and some of them I didn't, and some of the marriages and, and how some of the guys grew horns and stuff like that, I, I, I sort of understood that, and I sort of didn't, but... I thought maybe it was because I haven't read a whole lot of fantasy. So I thought maybe, you know, sometimes when you read a certain genre, you know, there are things that, you know, you kind of learn to expect and, and learn to interpret. And so I thought maybe some of the things I didn't understand were because I hadn't read a lot of fantasy. But you kind of understand a little more of it as... You understand a little more of it as you go on, but I still found myself feeling a bit confused. So, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, if you have read fantasy, the horned god, the the hunt, the, the stag in the forest, and the, um, uh, it all goes back to pagan stuff. If you've ever read Miriam Zimmer Bradley's uh, um, Mist of Avalon, the uh, uh, ritual where Arthur is brought into the, um, into the new, to the old religion, and when he and Morgan uh, get together and don't know who each other is. They're, you know, half brother and half sister. Uh, but the um, but they didn't know it. Uh, but the um, if you're a good fantasy writer, you don't assume you shouldn't assume that people know the rules because different writers play by different rules. It's like um, in the old in the old in the old vampire movies you needed a Van Helsing to tell you what rules this particular movie was going to play by the wise old professor and you don't have to have the wise old professor telling everybody what rules you're going to play by but you have to have something explained um, enough that I mean was it normal for border collies to have retractable claws like cats do which I presume is how they got up into the into the trees uh, if she assumes we know things that we don't know, uh, some people involved in having read a lot about fantasy and magic may conclude that, but every writer has slightly different rules, and you kind of need to know the rules she's playing by. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, unless a book is a part of the series and you pick up the second book... I mean, or the third, or whatever, you know, and you don't start from the beginning, I think that they should kind of explain what they're doing, you know, to the person who may not have read any fantasy before whatsoever, just so, you know, you can understand it. Otherwise, you know, I'm left sitting there thinking, okay, and then I'm like, okay, Jenny, just read the book and don't think about what you don't understand. Just understand what you do. I've read too many mysteries to be willing to read a book and not understand what's happening. Uh, a certain amount of suspense while you're trying to figure it out is, you know, because the character isn't going to start by saying, here are the rules we're going to play by. But those things have to be clear. For instance, uh, Anne McCaffrey's dragons aren't at all like the dragons that um, Margaret Weiss and Tra Tracy Hickman described. So uh, an author, even though they may assume you know something about the traditions going into a story, 
uh, Andre Norton's witches aren't the same witches as uh, who else's witches. Um, it's just not, they don't, and they, you can't assume that everybody, like you say, a second or third book in, in a series. Yeah. And so, anyway, we talked about the depth of the character. I couldn't get into the characters, but because I, I didn't really understand who was supposed to be what. That's what I meant about the ritual. It didn't seem to fit in the book, or in with the theme of the book. Uh, they could have left all of that out, the border collies, uh, the maybe the pies, uh, although they, were, they got kind of funny after a while. Um, but, you know, they, there seemed to be multiple story threads and I, or something, and I just didn't like the part with the ritual and the, the guys turning into stags. Maybe it's because I'm a guy, but I don't really want to grow horns. Uh, I mean, I, I knew it was a reference to an, an old god, but I didn't, it never seemed to fit into the story. Well, it does in the sense that, you know, this, this takes place at the beginning of May, and the 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 ritual is Beltane, and um, you know it's it's a it's a pagan ritual. It's uh, uh, Celtic, you know, in origin and all that, and and uh, and I didn't get the reference to the stags. I mean, it's been a long time since I've read any Arthuriana. Um, so I didn't get all that, but uh, I mean, I, well, I did sort of. It also harks back to the old Greek stuff about the the um, the planting rituals and the and the sacrifice and the so forth and the you know, uh, you know, and the maypole and all that kind of stuff. It it all harks back to all that stuff and and um, you know. Um, I, ju I just kind of let that all slide by um, as far as the ritual went. I just, it was sort of like, oh, well, you know, this is this is their celebration, so I'm just going to, you know, just let it, let it slide by. I mean, it didn't, um, didn't bother me because I wasn't there, so it's just something I was looking in on, so I just kind of glossed it over in my mind I mean it didn't uh, but I can I can understand why it, I would upset you Marshall I mean you know it was rather different it, truly different and um, you know it, unless you're used to that kind of stuff it kind of it kind of is weird um, I didn't understand a lot of the things that she did with you know these charms that she kept drawing on other people's skin and and all this. You know, I didn't quite understand all that part um, either. But I liked the idea that she was there to find out what happened to her grandmother. And I don't know whether she ever finds out, but I'm sure she does. So I don't don't spoil it. Um, and you know, obviously there's some big hoodoo going on something evil something, something wicked this way comes um, I've got to the bit about the, the two monsters in the park with the teenagers but I haven't got any further than that so I'm going to continue reading um, but uh, it's it's an interesting book It's it's I wouldn't call it 
stellar, but it's it's good. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean, now that you guys mention it, and it gets more confusing with the stags and everything, not to give anything away, but it will get more confusing. Um, and it's almost like this book probably could have been cut down a little bit and still maintained its plot. She was trying to be funny without always being funny with the, the dogs in the trees and and she was trying to be sexual without being sexual because this of course was a fertility right um, in the in that the May the Beltane festival uh, and but there wasn't at least as far as I got into it you couldn't tell I mean obviously her grandfather was very bound to the land they did something to bind him to the land and he couldn't assume a human shape very much but other people could leave but it was a bad thing like in David where they were afraid David was going to quote go wild you had to stay but it was so oh well I've griped enough about it did what what did what did anybody find particularly appealing about the book was there something that that you liked that you thought was uh really funny or uh, an impo- important piece of information, or uh, the the good evil conflict where the good win- wins or the good doesn't win, and you like why they didn't. Any anything about the book that um, that wasn't confusing that that really appealed. I liked the main storyline about the girl trying to locate her grandmother, and you know what was coming, uh, and you know. I don't want to spoil it for Anne, but it, you know, uh, I, I liked all of that. It's just this whole business of the ritual and, you know, stuff kept like that kept popping up that was very confusing and didn't seem to have anything to do with the main storyline. You know, if, if, if they'd stuck to the girl and, you know, just that part of the storyline... I think I'd have enjoyed the book a whole lot more, but you kept getting this other stuff getting dropped in. Um, to the to the storyline, and that's what I didn't like about, you know, the the other. Well, sometimes, sometimes I think it was kind of funny how she did try to be funny without exactly being funny, and the reader did a, a really good job with that too. I thought because. Some of the ways she said things, um, <laughs> it, it made it funny. Um, and I wasn't sure, was she trying to be funny or was the reader the person who was making some of this stuff funny? And that that made it interesting. The reader did add a lot to the book. Has anyone read any anything else by Tanya Hawk? Is this maybe her style as sort of uh, disjointed... Um, uh, humor, uh, disconnecting things, humor, I think it's almost a British approach to humor because you, you see Doctor Who episodes used to be kind of disjointed like this. Is, is anybody, is that, is this her usual style? Nobody knows if this is her usual style? No, this is the first book I've ever read by her and unfortunately Kim isn't here, she's the one who recommended it, so. Same here, I haven't read anything else by her. I might look at another book buyer and see if it's the same kind of... No, I haven't read anything else buyer either. But uh, you're right, it is a little disjointed. 
um, it's almost as if you're right. It, she expects you to know stuff. And that was one of the first things that I learned in writing classes in English in 6th and 7th grade was that you should never assume that your reader knows what you're talking about. You know, assume that your reader knows nothing. So um, I think she could have done a little more explaining about some of these things, but, you know, I'm, I'm interested enough to finish the book. I always refer to it as, as putting the reader's feet on the ground. You have to know kind of where you're standing, and you don't you know everything right away, and you can be a little bit befuddled at first, what's going on here, but in a, in fairly short order, you, you, and you get through, through uh, dialogue or just through explanation or through contrast by having somebody on the outside looking at it, you have to have a way to put the feet put the reader's feet on the ground. Were there were there any characters that anyone particularly liked or didn't like, and why? I liked the leprechaun. Uh, you know, I, 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 for some reason I just connect. Yeah, I I liked him. I like her. Um, I like the the reporter, frankly. Um, I wish he wasn't working for the other guy, and I don't know whether he turns around and starts, you know, protecting her and and doing what he ought to do, but he sure as heck ought to come up to scratch, because he looks like a good catch, but, um, you know, he's working for the other guy, so I don't know. We'll see. I kind of like David, too, although I don't know how he does throughout the story, but he kind of he kind of has a little bit more sense of his own independence and his own identity where everybody else seems to be so lost in the in the communal idea of family that they kind of lose their own identity. The aunties always you can't, other than knowing the names you don't tell a whole lot one from another. So I kind of liked it, her older brother. Yeah, I like the leprechaun and I also like Charlie. I liked how she traveled by playing songs and and stuff like that, and um, she was one of the more independent ones, too, and I kind of liked her. Are there any other comments? Would anyone recommend this book to someone, or are there any comments about the book itself, or how, I think we've all agreed the read it was very good. Was the book, did anybody read it, read the book care version, was it a good uh, reproduction? Okay, then. <laughs> um... Shall we? Do, does anyone, anyone like to make any final comments before we start talking about what book we want to read next time? Or I don't know if I'd recommend this book to anybody else. Um, maybe somebody who really liked fantasy, but I don't think it would be on my top ten books to recommend. If you knew somebody that liked the absurd, just for absurd sake, and didn't really care whether somebody made sense. Uh, whether something made sense, uh, kind of like, not exactly the same way, but the people who like the Ivanovich books, the, the, the Stephanie Plum books, that has that same kind of almost ridiculousness, a serious thread into it, but it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> and absurd and so on, uh, in, a, in a different way. But if somebody really just loved the art of the absurd, because I think that's kind of where she was trying to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's probably who I'd recommend it to as well. Yeah, um, I think this is not the kind of book 
that would be good for someone just beginning to explore fantasy because you really have to know your mythology for one in order to get anything out of this book especially your Celtic mythology and your Arthuriana um so yeah I would recommend this to somebody who is accustomed to reading fantasy but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to a newbie who's just looking into the genre Uh, that I wouldn't do it reminds me of remember a few several months about six months ago or early this year we did that Lord Dunsany book and it's supposed to be a classic and everything you know it's supposed to be so wonderful and we all talked about how the magic made sense but the book didn't and it was beautiful writing but none of us quite knew what was going on (laughs) anybody remember that book I don't remember which book that was but uh, I mean I have been in that in that kind of position where I really haven't known what was going on in the book and usually I if I find that that's the case I tend to you know stop reading has anyone read anything else that uh, whether this month that whether they recommended or not that they really liked in, in something new in fantasy or uh, discovered a new author or an old book in another series that they found or a new series that they found any new any breakthroughs I don't know if it's a breakthrough or not, and it's an, a long book, but I just finished A Discovery of Witches by uh, Deborah Hark- Harkness. It's available on Bard. I don't know about Bookshare. It's about a witch historian that finds a manuscript uh, that's enchanted and has all kinds of repercussions from that. Um Basically, there are four species in the world, humans, witches, vampires, and demons. And it goes through the interactions between a witch and a demon. It's the first book in a trilogy. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, It was a lot more coherent than... than You faded out there, a lot more coherent than, than this recent one. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, there must be a time lag on my push to talk. But that's. Is anybody else losing the last part of what he or anyone else says? Maybe it's my computer. No, I keep losing the end of what uh, Marshall says. It's uh, um, I I lose about the last two words of of all his sentences. <laughs> it's like you're being chopped off somewhere in the middle. Um, I haven't read much. Um, well. I, I have, but the only problem is that these books are not available on uh, Bard or Bookshare or anything else. I borrowed them from a friend. They're graphic audio uh, offerings. I've been starting on this series called Rogue Angel. It's kind of violent, but it's it's um, it's urban fantasy and the premise is that this gal who's an archaeologist discovers and puts together Joan of Arc's sword and becomes a champion for good. And there's a whole raft of these books in this series. And, um, you know, she, she goes through all these various things and they all have a sort of an archaeological theme. Um... 
you know, the the first one was about the sword, Joan Joan of Arc's sword, and the second one is about a, a um a stone that uh uh um is is or was that the last one? No, that's the third one. The third one is about the the uh, a stone that was found in South Africa or uh, West Africa and it has special meaning and is magic magical magical and so forth and so on and and she manages to help some people out and and rescue people and so forth and so on and it's not um, it's not very deep it really isn't very deep so I wouldn't you know but you asked me what I've been reading so that's what I've been reading and uh, um, as a matter of fact I've I've because I recently saw the latest Harry Potter, I've been revisiting Harry Potter, so I've been doing that too. I've seen a couple of those books. I don't remember if they were on Bookshare or uh, of the Rogue Angel books. I don't remember that as a title. I read. I mean, I didn't know it was the name of the series. I'm trying to remember who who wrote them, because uh, I've gotten a couple of. I think I got the first and third one. They are definitely action books. They are are kind of if you take. Um, uh, the guy that wrote um, uh, Angels and Demons and, and, and the other one, the uh, one about uh, Da Vinci Code. And you kind of throw that into a, a, a hair or, or an Indiana Jones type situation with the good guys and the bad guys and the archaeologists and lots of, lots of uh, physical uh, struggle to stay alive when the bad guys are after you. But those are those are not too bad books. Those were pretty good. Yeah, they're, um, well, the ones I know about are graphic audio. And they're written by a series of authors. The, apparently it's a, it's, a, it's a conclave. And there's something like 26 of them in the series. God help me. And I'm not reading them all at once. I mean, I'm, I'm picking and choosing and, you know, just going slowly. You know, I read other books and then I read... You know, one of these rogue angel books because they're not too long; they're like six hours long or something. You know, so <laughs> they're not a huge amount of time. But um, as I say, they're they're interesting, but not anything uh, that I'd want to recommend. Um, anybody have any any uh, any recommendations for next month? This um, discovery of witches that Marshall mentioned might be good. That sounds kind of interesting. Okay. Um, anybody else got any suggestions? I haven't got any. Um, I'm so behind in everything. Oh, God. <sighs> but I've been trying to get new students and revamp all that kind of stuff. And, and um, then, as I say, I was, uh, I was out of town all this this weekend so you know I'm totally totally behind on everything but discovery of witches uh, who's the author Marshall the author is Deborah Harkness and it's available on Bard I don't know about Bookshare I think all of us are here here are on Bard aren't we well those of us who are here tonight are but I think that everybody who uh, has normally joins our group at various times are on BARD, aren't you? Anybody know anybody who isn't on BARD? No, I think we're all on BARD, Lana. Um, the question is, are we all on Bookshare? 
because um, some people like to read their books in Braille or, you know, on uh, as Daisy Daisy titles in Bookshare. Um, I don't particularly because I have to transfer them to Kersey and then I have to, you know, transfer them into MP3 files to have any kind of of listening experience because the voice of the stream is just horrendously horrible, horrible, horrible. And um, so, you know, that's what I have to do with Bookshare books. But, you know, I'll do it if, if there's a book I really want to read. But, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Harkness, H-A-R-K-N-E-S-S? That's correct. Okay. Well, that sounds good. What the heck? Let's give it a whirl. I've, you don't by any chance happen to know how long it is. I mean, it's not like 40 hours, is it? I think it's about 26 hours, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we've ducked the real long ones for a, quite a while. You know, there for a while we were getting really long books, and we all said, no! But we've been ducking the long ones for a while, so maybe it's time to throw in a long one, unless somebody has a better idea of, a, of another book. No, I don't, actually. As I say, I'm I'm sort of exhausted around the edges, so um, I, I don't have any choices. So... Let's go with that, and um, Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. Okay, all right, um, I'll write the blurb tomorrow if I think about it, um, and yeah, I better do it tomorrow because Tuesday's going to be busy, and I don't know what's happening on Wednesday yet. <laughs> oh, God. Ay, 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 ay. Anyway, um, for those of you who haven't, uh, you really should attend a a, uh, a convention of blind folks sometime. It's an interesting experience. Um, anyway, all right. Um, any other comments, questions, or anything? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm taking over your job, Lana. Why don't you shoot me? Oh, that's perfectly fine with me. No, is, are there any other questions, comments, any other books anyone wants to comment about before we pull this thing to a close? Having heard Mary a whisper, um, unless unless Marshall only had two words to say, in which case he cut himself off before he spoke, uh, I will announce, and of course anybody who wants to talk and can stay on, that we are uh, adjourning the Fantasy Book Club for this time. For on um, get the dating this time because I didn't apparently I started talking too soon last time. The um, twenty uh, the uh, today, eighteenth of September, and I wish all of you a wonderful fall. And uh, I think of something to do because next month will be right before Halloween. We gotta think of something. Interesting. Everybody be thinking about a Halloween idea. I don't know what it would be. Maybe we could just all pretend we're having Halloween food and talk about it or or, or something. Let's, let's try to think of something interesting for Halloween. Anybody got an idea? More whispers of nothing. Okay, then. We're, we're through. Good night, everyone, and have a good week. The next meeting is on October 16th. That's October 16th, 2011 at uh, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, no, uh, it's still Eastern Daylight Time. And, um, uh, you know, Pacific and, and, and all that is... Pacific is 5, 5 p.m. 
Eastern Daylight or 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So um, with that, good night, everybody. <laughs>